Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TFE, a weekly news update show covering movies, games, and tech field with our thoughts, feelings, emotions from your two hosts, Dan and Danny. In this week's episodes, we've got Stream Deck, Netflix making games, and Apple leaving the UK. But first of all, let's go through our rapid review of the week, which is Loki episode 6, the season finale of Loki. Watch our TBO. Yes, watch our TBO. Oh, I don't know. We'll give our thoughts on the episode overall uh, as, as I liked a finale. It. I liked it. Good, uh, strong ending. It's a very ending. unique finale for Marvel. Marvel usually uh, don't have a good Eight. reputation for ending things, apart from Endgame. Well, it's, it's, it's big fight, big fight, and then you beat the bad guy and nothing really happens. Yeah, but that, that's not what happens this time. <laughs> no, they have a little fight. And then they kill the guy, and then it creates every other reality in existence. Yes, spoiler. Spoiler. Because that's kind of a spoiler. Well, by now, if you haven't watched it or you haven't watched our TBO, then you're kind of just risking it at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've been spoiled at some point. It's, it's all a TV over the internet. Show. It's a TV show, and the internet loves to just ruin TV shows. They give movies a little bit of leeway, but TV shows, if you haven't watched it, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, go check our TBO anyway for the whole series. We enjoyed this whole series. We're looking forward to season two. It's the only one I've watched twice. The <laughs> only one. I mean, that's fair enough. Uh, we, at one point, we will be doing a uh, ranking of our favorite Disney Plus shows from Marvel. Yes, because we've got to wait for a couple more to come out, and then then we'll then we'll have watched all of the ones that are new-ish. Yes, so we'll have to wait for that in the next few coming weeks. But first of all, let's go through our stream that movie news into my head, where we got not so much a trailer. Well, it's a trailer, but it's a reaction to a trailer. Which yes, a reaction to a trailer. Deadpool and Korg have reacted to Free Guy. So yes, because Taika Waititi and Ryan Reynolds are in Free Guy, they decided why not get their MCU, well, MCU characters now because Deadpool can basically be thrown into it thanks to Loki. Yeah. Uh, N- now have. <laughs> well, t- true. But there's um, Nexus beings, which are like beings that are tied to realities that then have... Um, like, they stay consistent, so like Loki's, uh, I think the Scarlet Witch is one. And I imagine what they'll probably do is have Deadpool as just one character that just is across all timelines, but is a Nexus character, I think. I, that'd, be, that'd be brilliant. But anyway, uh, let's go on to um, actual thoughts, or TFEs, on the reaction. It was alright. Not the funniest thing they've done with those characters. But no, also the CGI I'll... was a bit off, as you can tell from yeah, a reaction looks video. A bit... It looks a bit clunky and doesn't move around a lot and it's just kind of like a rock just sitting there. I imagine it's probably like sort of prosthetic. It looks kind of prosthetic-y. I mean, it's like I said, what do you expect? They won't put yeah, a lot of money into this, will they? <laughs> well, no, it's not. Di- well, Disney technically owns Free Guys, which is why they're allowed to do it because it's a Fox property. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, very true. So, yeah. Um, ultimately, a lot of fun. Kind of just dumb. Doesn't ultimately... It's just It's just a build of hype for Free Guy, really, isn't it? Well, this could now technically be part of the multiverse. It could well, be free a, guy. Is part, it, free guy is now variants. Well, no, them watching free guy. Oh, them watching part, free guy. It's crazy it be, how much Loki's changed things now. Yes, it could be that there's a multiverse where Korg and Deadpool just sit and watch movies and react all day on YouTube. <laughs> uh, reality, I would love to be a part of. Yes, I would. I would like that too. <laughs> uh, and then speaking of Loki, which we have been doing, uh, Marvel. If you haven't watched the episode, they announced it in the show, but Marvel has basically come out and confirmed it. Loki season two is happening. Yes, I'm I'm so happy about this. Um, I believe there is a Captain American Falcon. No, that's not right. Falcon Winter Soldier 
series. New one coming out, second season, rumoured. There's a movie, so I don't know whether or not they're doing... Yeah, the... I'm not sure. But I mean, then there's a rumoured one. But th- th- this one is actually announced. Yeah, see, this one I think works because there's so much more you can do with it. I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they set up everything they needed to do. WandaVision's going into the movies uh, with Doctor Strange. And then potentially Loki's been rumoured to be popping up in Doctor Strange at this point. Yeah, uh, very uh, quick, big spoiler if you haven't seen it. Um, The fact now Kang is now part of all this as well. Yes. And Kang is now the next big villain or will likely be the next big villain. In which the is whole very surprising because they set up the big villain in a TV show, which means Disney is going very hard on their TV shows, which a lot of people were like, oh, WandaVision kind of ends without having any setup to the next movie. It's just kind of like, I know they changed it because they wanted it to be a self-contained story for her. Uh, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier does set up like... It sets up the character. Uh, yeah, it sets up the character, but it doesn't really give you an idea of what the future is going to be. Because well, Loki just changes everything. Yeah, it basically breaks everything and just goes, well, now we have free reign to do whatever we want in this. Well, I think the reason why they're in a TV show is because they've already mentioned the multiverse in the films. And they haven't yeah, yeah, yeah. they haven't stated about the Sacred Timeline in the film. No. So the uh, whole idea of the Sacred Timeline being disrupted and then the multiverse being born is all self-contained in Loki. And you could still watch the films without watching Loki and just saying, oh, yeah. There's a this is multiverse. Yeah, because it's going to probably be a different version of Kang popping up. You can probably go, well, oh, that character's different from that character, but it's going to be a different take on the character. Yeah, we did discuss this in our TBO, and I think we came to the conclusion that there will be multiple different Kangs in the multiverse. Probably ones that multiple die multiple times. Ant Man three will have a version of Kang that will probably be dead at the end of the episode or end of the film. Sorry, they just probably end up stabbing him like they do with Lady uh, Sylvie. Yeah, yeah, very true. He's just sitting on a chair and just takes the blade and then just dies. He is just a man man at the end of the day. Uh, And then also, just whilst we're on Loki, not major news, but uh, that little Frog 4 cameo that happened actually had the voice of Chris Hemsworth grunting. It's amazing, isn't it? Just, (laughs) just, Just a nice little, it's just that nice little connective tissue. It is. It's like group. They got Vin Diesel to do it, even though they could just got anyone to do it. Well, Vin Diesel does get a script with all of what his words actually mean, so he knows the emotion to put behind "I am Groot." Oh no, that, that is, is an actual. <laughs> yeah, there, there's an actual script with all the actual meaning behind what the "I am Groot" means. <laughs> so there's an actual English translation, and apparently James Gunn just filled it with swears. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. I actually, I actually hope for season two we get um, Fog, Fog Thor. Versus Loki. Well, they did... Okay, there's a lot of stuff that they cut out. There was meant to be a Miss Minutes fight. Uh, and there was meant to be an actual Frog 4 comes in and bashes Loki in the face with Mjolnir. But they might just bring it to next next season. Maybe well, yeah, originally they didn't they're... know there'd been second season. And then they thought, oh, will be a second season? Let's just keep well, some stuff for next season. Well, a lot of people are speculating that it might already be filmed because there are certain shots in the trailers that aren't in the show. So there's like Loki in Asgard, like ruling it. So again speculation but might be true might come out next this year at least just because it it is one of the it's i think this is the only one that was originally slated for this sort of time because all the other ones got moved yes yes that's true i think this is the only one that's originally so they could have probably filmed it all and then because i know that they filmed the reveal of the big bad like the week before well marvel has got a very quick turnaround 
Marvel films. Yes. And they've only just fi- well, they've just finished um, filming Doctor Strange two. It's coming out next year. Yeah, I think Spider Man's finished filming. They're just doing all the CGI now. Yeah, I imagine uh, now that Loki's finished, they might actually drop a trailer. Yes, I imagine so because they'll be like, oh, everyone wants to know what's the Spider Verse, but they were like probably waiting for Loki because now the multiverse is actually a thing. I feel like they need to, they need to start building hype for it. Mind you, they, well, no, did, they, they did this with Endgame. Oh yeah, they, did, they released it like three months before it was releasing or something. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Where's the Endgame trailer?" <laughs> True, they might do the same uh, thing. But yeah, that that's that's Marvel news, everyone. That's all the Marvel news. Good old Marvel news. Anyway, let's go to Netflix. Uh, Netflix is, as you mentioned in the start, is going to offer video games as part of a streaming service. Yeah, so they hired a ex EA developer, I think. Uh, yeah, Electronic Arts and Facebook Inc. executive to lead their efforts. Uh, Mike Varud uh, will join Netflix as vice president of game development, reporting to chief operating officer Greg Petersons. The company said on Wednesday Varud was previously Facebook's. Blah, 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 blah. Don't care. So he worked on uh, of, like games like on Oculus and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting that Netflix is going to become the Netflix of streaming. <laughs> If this is the thing, because like that's Game Pass at the moment is the Netflix of streaming where you pay a monthly subscription, you get access to most games available. Well, originally when I saw this, I thought, are they going to do that Black Mirror thing that they did where there's like kind of interactive games? You can change the options. Maybe, but I think this is actual games that Netflix wants to start making. Unless they make kind of like Telltale games. Similar to that. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, I don't know how I feel about this because... What, all depends on what games you, they make well i imagine they're not going to be very good if it's the netflix model of just basic ass movie <laughs> generic <laughs> insert generic game here well they'll they'll use all their analytics to be because that's how netflix does it they use all their analytics to make the most appealing thing to a mass audience ever yeah, yeah. and then that's a lot harder to do in gaming because you actually have to put a lot of effort every like even amazon and google are struggling we'll get onto those two companies and later on it um, is hard to make a big triple a game to succeed Many people fail at the first hurdle. Yes. Look at Square Enix. Um, sorry, something something's burning. It <laughs> smells like it's burning. I don't know what. Oh dear, house on fire. No, but there's this weird smell, and I don't know what it is, and it's really bug- like pissing me off. But oh well, we'll move on. <laughs> well, if this episode doesn't come out, or this episode ends suddenly, you know why. Let's 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 move on. Uh, <laughs> so Amazon, uh, Amazon's in the news. Amazon's Tiger King project, starring Nicolas Cage, has been cancelled. Do you remember yeah. Tiger King? No, I never watched it. Never I remember I, everyone big talking about it because they either loved or hated the character. I can't tell with the internet sometimes. Never can I, but uh, Carol Baskin was a big meme for a long time. Yes. Well, that apparently he's being reconsidered to go even longer in jail for trying to kill her. I didn't, did he explain in the TV show why he tried to kill her? Because she was a conservationist and didn't like his park, I ah, think. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that was the reason, because he basically killed a lot of tigers and she didn't like that, so she was going to try and shut him down. Also, apparently she killed her husband, I don't know, to a tiger, so I never watched the show. I may, I would have probably watched this movie because of Nicolas Cage, and I like Nicolas Cage. Um, but yeah, shame. I imagine they just probably, the hype's died down, no one gives a shit about Tiger King anymore. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. Cage is a expensive actor. 
They don't want to pay him a lot of money if it's going to fail. No, Nicolas Cage is one of those actors who will just do anything because he has so much debt that he needs to pay off all of that. Oh, okay. I thought he'd be an expensive actor, but no, he's not. He's... No, he bought he bought like castles and like dinosaur bones, and then he's just in so much debt that that's why he does so many movies. <laughs> why does so many bad movies? He's like Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis just does so much just so that he can pay off all his debts and his expensive lifestyle. Because you can basically charge like four million or something for a role, and then. You basically do like five minutes of work and then you can fuck off and live your luxurious lifestyle. That's silly people. Approach. That's what they are. They're silly people. Yes. And you know that... what else is silly? No. Our no, next segment. Why does this exist? And we're going to start off with Coca-Cola is changing the Coke Zero flavor. And I don't know about you, but I like Coke Zero. Yeah, I like Coke Zero. It's the one I buy the most probably. Um, But the people are worried about it because new coke debacle of 1985 which the last time coke changed their recipe and everyone went nope we don't like this and then coke went oh we'll bring back the old coke flavor but we'll we'll promote it as good old good old coke again coke original coke and then everyone went bought coke original again and they had massive profit increases um so now this might happen with coke zero if i'm honest i do prefer uh pepsi max to coke zero no i don't like pepsi i don't know what it is i don't i hate their advertising as well because it's always just comparing themselves to coca-cola and it's like just no i don't give care it about the, ab- I the advertising i just like the taste better personally my personal choice no it's, it's got a weird ting to it and i don't like, yeah, that I like ting. that ting. that's what i like no it's like dr pepper i'm not a fan of that oh i love dr pepper that's probably why no nah, it's not my thing uh, i think Fuck, this smell is bad. <laughs> you still got that smell like you're just looking around your room. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's burning toast or something. That could be me having a stroke, so who knows? Do I need to ring A&E? Well, you can see me. If I suddenly fall over, then we'll be fine. Luckily, I know where you live now. That's fine. Well, that's not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I never told you this information. How did you find this out, Dan? My contacts. What, your eyes? That was a terrible joke. That was such a bad <laughs> joke. You. Thank you. I love, I love making bad jokes. It's even worse joke when I, I don't wear contact lenses. No, you wear glasses. I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's why a bad joke. It doesn't really make sense. Make, and speaking of things that don't make sense, Dan, do you like mac and cheese, Dan? No. Do you like ice cream, Dan? Yes. Would you love the combination of macaroni and cheese ice cream? No, it sounds absolutely terrible. Well, Crafts, the American cheese that isn't cheese brand thinks that would be the perfect combination, so it's now a thing. I'd have Pringles ice cream. That sounds okay. Depends on what flavor of Pringle. Barbecue Pringle ice cream. No, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> yes. No, barbecue uh, Pringle with chocolate ice cream. No. I've had chocolate with Pringles. That's a good combination. Yeah, no. That, it's, it's like the sweet and the, the, the salt at the same time. When they works. used to do... um chocolate whipped cream like in the spray can thing i used to use always just spray that on the uh pringle and then eat it it was, it was <laughs> disgusting and no one liked what i was doing but it did taste nice <laughs> anyway yeah. back to mac and cheese ice cream this is disgusting yes, i'd like to try it i like macaroni and cheese and i like ice cream it's got so a bad would... color as well it's got that kind of weird orangey color to oh. ice cream that just well, it's american exist. mac and cheese which isn't cheese American cheese isn't cheese because they just, it's all chemicals. It's not actual cheese. All American food is chemicals. Because they make it so it's a, a spray. You can get craft cheese that's a spray. Yeah, that's not cheese. Come to the, come to any yeah. other country in the world and you get proper cheese. Yes, we have cheese aisles where a wide selection of cheese is available rather than just. Come to the UK where we have a race where people chase cheese down a hill and die chasing cheese yeah, down a hill. To only get the cheese at the end. Yeah. 
There's no actual financial benefit. You just get the wheel of cheese that's been damaged by going down a hill. Yes. You, you risk dying to get cheese. It's a very steep hill. And yeah, it is. full of holes. And people yes. die. I break legs. Yeah. Sad. But would you risk your life for a pint of ice cream that's macaroni and cheese flavored down a hill? I'm pretty sure someone would die just eating it. Oh, yeah. There's probably like a billion chemicals in there that would be bad for your health. Yeah. It's just going to give you loads of bad things. It's not, not going to be good. Yes. Yes, that is true. But let's go on to our next section of We've Lost the Controller of the News. Yes, and nothing really from the big three, Xbox, Nintendo, or Sony, at least that I could find. But we do have some new contenders that are loving to come in. And we got a contender to the Nintendo Switch. Valve's new Steam Deck can run Windows if you want it to, and is a handheld PC, basically. Can it run Windows 11? No, no, probably not. I don't think it's that. It can only run like, uh, well, maybe. It just maybe needs a TPM chip. That's all it needs. Well, when you go through the specs and everything, Dan, you could have a look. But basically, it's a Steam OS, which is what they've used for previous uh, devices that they've released that haven't done that well. But this time, they've given you the option of being able to, because it's basically Linux, so you can basically strip it out and put in Windows operating system if you want, which means you can run Xbox Game, uh, Xbox X Cloud on it. You can run Epic on it. You can run Amazon Luna on it. You can run all of those on it. Plus, you can still run Steam on it. So you basically have a handheld gaming device that can run every game possible. That's quite impressive. Pretty much. Uh, Also, I think it doesn't have the problem of running Linux. Because I think Linux has less game options. But any game that would run on Linux can still run on this, which is impressive. So you still have access to all the games that wouldn't run on Linux, even though it's a Linux OS. Um, it's priced, like, the base model is priced pretty much at the new OLED version of the Switch at £359. Not too bad. And then you can get bigger, I think it's basic uh, storage, though, so it's NNVE, or whatever it is, and then... uh, NNVE. Yeah, and then the actual better version. NVMe, sorry, you you confused me. That's why you were there for me. NVMe, yes, NVMe. And then uh, the other... Also, it's got an external SSD slot, so you can put external hard drives in. It can run uh, pluggable hard drives in, so you can have all your stuff plugged in there. It's getting a Steam dock, or you can run third-party Steam uh, docks, so you can plug it into your PC. You can do extra controllers. Uh, It basically looks like a Nintendo Switch, but if you just moved all of the controls up, it's got two touchpads, it's got four programmable buttons at the back, uh, and then the base uh, uh, L2 and R2, or L2 and L1. And the impressive thing is it's more powerful than the Xbox One S, but slightly less powerful than the PS4. Yes, uh, it also has a touchscreen, so you can just, which is more than the Nintendo Switch does, because the Nintendo Switch isn't touchscreen, I don't think. Uh, And this one is just touchscreen. I don't think so. I think it's just a basic screen. Uh, yeah, it's a very impressive piece of kit. I can't remember what the two other prices were for the uh, other models. The No, it is. Uh, it is. It's got a capacitive touchscreen. Oh, okay. My bad. I, I don't have one, so I've never... It just didn't look like it was touchscreen because I've never seen anyone use it. Well, it's not very good touchscreen, I don't think. Uh, and then the other... For the other size capacities are 256 gigs for 459 pound, and then but these are SSDs, uh, and then well, the NVMe's interesting, you say? NVMe SSDs. 
Oh, uh, yeah, but the um, base model is EMMC. That's what I was thinking, storage, at 64 gigs. Uh, and then 512 gigs at 569. Pack. I mean, that does make sense. If it, you said the, the upper model is NVMe. Yes. Yeah, so, it makes sense. NVMe is a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the base model is 64 gigs with just an EMMC internal storage. Uh, but they have the option to put an SSD, uh, no, an SD card in, so you can have up to a gig, uh, terabyte because you can now get SD cards that are terabyte big. Um, so you can just slot one of them in. Uh, yeah, it's a very impressive looking piece of kit. Um, I would be very tempted to buy one of these. I wouldn't, but I suppose that's because you, you've always said you've got a, uh, a gaming laptop for portability. Yes. I, I mean, ultimately, I do like my laptop. Um, I mean, you can read Destiny it, on the run. True, I could. But the thing I like about this is because you can have base Windows, so you could have Luna, you could have Stadia, you could have all of that. So even if you don't have the biggest hard drive, you can still just stream it that's and true. it would work. Um, it is only 720p slightly screen resolution, that's which not, is fine. That's not too bad. It's, 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 no, it's doable. It's, um, also, you can uh, the games that you can play. It's showing off like Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order, Control, all of that. It will adjust it based on the um, power level of what the thing it can run at. So you can, it will still give you all the options of like max settings, but it probably won't run it very well at max settings if it's not a game optimized. Well, the other problem as well is um, actual power saving abilities. The, the higher you run settings up, the more power it will use. Yeah, so the battery life of this is supposedly two hours to eight hours, depending on the game. Yeah, so imagine and, if you go and, low settings, yeah, I would go max settings would be two hours. So if you played like an indie game, you'd probably get eight hours out of it. If you played like Halo or Call of Duty or something Yeah, AAA like that, game like... on max settings, you get two hours. Yeah. Uh, Which is still more yeah. than my phone, to be honest. Uh, mine probably could do that. Uh, but it releases in December this year. Uh, in United States, Canada, Europe, Euro- European Union, and the United Kingdom. Uh, and then in 2022, it will branch out to more regions. The interesting thing about how you pre-order this, though, is you have to go through Steam. You have to put a £5 deposit on it. You have to have made a purchase on Steam within, like, before the 20th of January. So you can't just... Is that just that kind of validate your account? This is just basically so it's not plagued with, um, ha- like... Like hackers, like scalpers. Things. Yeah, who are just setting up accounts. So this is basically to See, validate. why can't like, other things do this? It makes so much uh, more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, um, you can buy a gaming GPU if you only log in with your Steam account. <laughs> yeah, so you'd... Oh, Destiny 2 on this. Um, <laughs> sorry, they just said Destiny 2, and I was like, ooh, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, I think we should move on. Um... Let's go on to Stadia has announced new revenue schemes to try to tempt more developers. So Stadia is somehow continuing. I thought it was dead in a ditch, but it's, it's still no, trying. Well, this is this is the like last hurrah to probably try and get people to come on to it. Um, so several of these plans, such as a share of revenue and Stadia Pro subscription service and payout for converting Stadia customers to pro subscribers, seem directly aimed at boosting its paid membership offering. For individual games, there's a new 85% revenue split for titles sold after October 1st, uh, up until the end of 2023, uh, up until the first 3 million earned. So it's similar to the uh, Epic thing, where you don't basically pay... I think Epic, you don't pay unless you make a million, and then it's like you get 85% of all the profits, and then uh, Epic gets 
like 20 uh 15 percent or whatever yeah trying to go on the mass market instead of the little market and just try to get more people into your environment because steam had the 60 40 revenue split i think before oh steam's ridiculous how much money they take from it well they i think they're at 70 now so they take uh, they take 30 percent. i think still used to be more than that (laughs) yeah it was it was awful yeah uh and then this is similar to both Google and Apple's Apple Store policies, which also takes 15% of the revenue cut compared. So basically, they're just trying to give a better incentive for developers to port over their games so that they can get more profits. And uh, Google will also pay out a flat $10 for every player who goes onto the subscriber pro after clicking on the developer click to play affiliate link. Uh, so if your game convinces someone to buy Stadia Pro, you get £10, which See- is... I feel like this just isn't going to work out. Xbox Game Cloud is going to overtake all of this. Oh, yeah, probably. A game I mean, Cloud Google is much need... more appealing. You don't have to buy the games. Instead, you have to buy what, the games. What Google is doing is they're basically going, hey, come on to our dying platform, rather than just paying developers the cost of their game, which most party st- first-party studios do, or like di- like platform holders do just so that they can get the game on and then they fill out their library by doing that and then they actually have like games that people want to play whereas Google's approach is you want to come onto Google we're the cool kids you love us <laughs> whereas no everyone's like no you yeah, have a habit of canceling everything die. I give it a few months before it's fully dead in the ditch yes um, and then speaking of things that are dead in the ditch you know that hack we talked about, Dan, that was undetectable and would be plaguing every game ever, imagine? Yes, well, we, I was so mad about. Well, Dan, maybe if you want it to be undetectable, don't advertise it and then have mass market anger about it. Because Call of Duty Warzone hack cancelled by its creator after Activision has stepped in and gone, hey, maybe don't do that, you dumbass. <laughs> really? God, I thought it would be a great idea to put it in. Yeah, so Activision has preemptively blocked the release of the undetectable cheat system that the publisher requested that the development of the system be terminated after seeing of it, footage of it running on Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, the person who posted it said, Ladies and gentlemen... Oh, wait, then, that's the other dude. That's the person who actually... But yeah, it's, uh, it's now not happening. The person's excuse was that he was saying that it could help disabilities because people with disabilities could use it and they'd have a fighting chance against people in the game. And it's like, no, you just... Yeah, I disagree with that because he called it a yeah. cheating system. Yes. <laughs> if you it's... called it a disability system, I would, I would agree with you. But, but no, you said cheating. Aim assistant auto fire cheat. <laughs> yes, like, this is cheating. <laughs> this isn't helping people. This is just making, making games worse. Yes. Um, so yeah, that dude, user 101, is now no longer doing it. So yeah. Uh, and then in more Call of Duty news, uh, a little bit of a good thing for PC players, I guess. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War uh, quietly adds PS5 DualSense adaptive trigger support. So I mean, this would be cool. If I use a controller controllers on I think it's some people do. I think it's just people who are used to controller and then they don't want to use... Like, I hate controller... Uh, I hate keyboard and mouse i can't I, mean, do a, I know there's a few people i think i'm actually gonna stop playing uh, although i don't own PC. call of duty black ops war i think a few of our friends um they're getting gaming pcs to play the next call of duty generations because it's so expensive on ps5 yeah although buying a PC i think i, I bought cold war new for like 25 quid i don't want to buy it i know you don't want to <laughs> buy it but mean. i bought it for like 25 quid uh, i'm new. so done with cod i've i've literally stopped buying cards <laughs> because uh, you can get like cd keys and something like they're set up super cheap but if you go on ps5 it's like 70 quid you have to wait until it goes on sale basically yeah it's so cheap. much money yeah 
I think there will be a shift where PC, uh, PS, like PlayStation games and Xbox games. Well, Xbox will probably just be free for all time until and until Game Pass inevitably takes over because that will like that will be how it works. And then PlayStation will come out with something similar. I imagine they've got to be at least something because they have now PlayStation Now, which is their service, which you can stream. And yeah, play your game. it's not great because they, they don't have AAA need... title or anything. It just. No, it does. And I mean, like new AAA titles, isn't it? It has old ones. No, it takes a while. It's yeah. not day of release. Whereas the good thing about Xbox know. Game Pass is it, it brings it's out every new straight away. Everything is just Game as As their E3, EA, no, E3 presentation, love to state, Xbox Game Pass Day 1. You can play at Xbox Game Pass Day 1. Yeah, and to be it's a selling point, especially Destiny stuff. You get all the Destiny yeah. stuff for free. Yep, but I'll live. There's a fucking lawnmower or something out in the garden. <laughs> it's annoying me. <laughs> this is a great chance. We're recording this. A great episode. This is. Well, we're doing it like in the middle of the day, and then normally we record this at like night, <laughs> and so everyone's out and about. It's just annoying. It's just weird. Um, what is it? What are these noises? We're up in the day normally. Yeah. Um. But yeah, controller support always a good thing because those adaptive triggers are really good, but no one. Very few games actually have it at the moment. Well, as Sony claim, so, it's the best feature of the PS5. Well, even Xbox has come out and said, yeah, we might bring out a version of our own. Yeah, cool. Because uh, was like, oh, we've noticed the, the PlayStation 5 controllers are very, very good. And we might bring out future Xbox controllers down the line that might have similar features. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's, so, a, that's Sony's selling point out the window. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on. After all of that lovely news, Dan, do you like fighting games? Sometimes, sometimes do you I like, like myself, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Not Nickelodeon, no. What you don't like SpongeBob and? Actually, do you know games? what? It would be quite cool to just start smacking so, people around a SpongeBob. So Dan, Nickelodeon has announced All Star Brawl, the brand new fighting game where you can play as such lovely characters such as Michelangelo, Leonardo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries, SpongeBob SquarePants, Sandy Cheeks, Patrick Starr, all from SpongeBob, uh, Lucy from the Loud House. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Lincoln Loud is from the Loud House. Helga from Hey On. <laughs> Invader Zim, Danny Phantom. I'm sure they'll add more and more. But uh, yeah, there's a guy who has a bread loaf as his head. And he's like a muscular dude. I suppose it kind of would be fun. I'm not buying it. But it would be kind of stupid. Oh, no. I, I imagine this is their attempt to try and make a Super Smash Bros. clone. Similar to like how PlayStation tried to do their All-Stars. Which is funny because they used the All-Stars. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I, mean, I didn't notice about that. that. I wish PlayStation brought out another version because I did enjoy that. Well, I, I always and enjoyed that. Uh... And they have a lot more new IPs that they could fill in. I always enjoyed so. Injustice. Yes, I mean I, we played that. There's some videos on my gaming channel if you want to watch us to play. Yes, because you know you frequent, frequently like, upload to that channel. Yep, and I frequently I, stream on Twitch. Yes, and so do you. Uh, <laughs> well, we have this now, Dad. We can we we have this as our thing. Um, but yeah, I mean ultimately, I don't really care because I'm not a big fan of Nickelodeon. I never really grew up on Nickelodeon. I probably grew up on SpongeBob. That was about it. There's a couple of shows I used to watch. I just don't remember if they were Nickelodeon or not. I don't I think I ever fairly watched old Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, yeah, true. But they're not in that, so I'm sure they'll be added as, like, DLC characters. Yeah, well, they, they, they kind of... um they, they killed off that show. Yeah, I think they made Danny Phantom instead, didn't they? Yeah, well, the, the, the first few seasons were good, and then they, they had a child at some point. They what? Yeah, the two fairies had a child as part of the show. Oh. 
And then I think um, Timmy Turner, the, the, the child had like a sibling or something, or they had to share his parents with somebody else. Oh. They made it really weird towards the end. And then, yeah, everyone, it, 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 um, no one liked it at that point. Oh, all I remember is the dude with the big teeth and was like a pop star. And I, I enjoyed remember. that show when it was good. It was fine. I remember watching it. I don't because remember a kid. anything about it. Probably not as an adult. <laughs> Which, I, th- I just don't think we had Nickelodeon, really. I think it took a long time for like Nickelodeon stuff to get over to the UK. At least for me to watch it or like have the actual. Well, we do have Nickelodeon in the UK. Yeah, I know, but I just didn't have the service that had Nickelodeon because I think it was all Sky, wasn't it? Like Sky's all Nickelodeon. Uh, I had Vir- it was on Virgin. If you want to watch, yeah, I didn't have Sky or Virgin. Oh, yeah. that's why you didn't see it then, yeah. Yeah, I had Freeview. Oh God. God, good old British Freeview, where you can just watch basic television for free until you decide to pay a lot of money for a cable network service. It's probably we'll season eight is the last season I watched. There's more than eight seasons? There's ten seasons. Oh. I said, well, that's I'm, not I'm gaming news, Dan. It might have been earlier than that. I said, I don't it's know not gaming news, Dan. You're gaming news, gaming news. Sorry, sorry. We've got to talk about how EA's decision to make FIFA 22 on PC, the last-gen version, isn't going down well. No, I'm not, I'm not surprised why. EA's a scum, scummy company. So they're basically porting the PS4 and Xbox One version onto PC rather than doing the PS5 version. Yeah, it's just bad. The Xbox they're bad for making FIFA a year thing anyway. Yep, they should just make it a games-as-a-service thing like Fortnite that updates every year with new players and new loadouts and stuff that you can pay like 20 quid to upgrade. Yeah, I mean, if- you could just have it, have it like pay transactions like, oh, you can buy kits or something. People would do it. Yeah, you consider the people who buy the trading cards and all of that. People, Football fans are just mad, Dan. As we found out after England lost. I, yeah, yeah. It didn't I was hoping not to bring that up in this week's episode. Last I week, purposely yeah, no. found a football-related article. So that I, I I'm sad the players didn't win it, but I'm happy that the scumbag fans didn't win it. Ah, yes, but they went on a massive racist tyroid against the Italian people, Dan. And um, so. the uh, the non-white and a dude shoved a flare up his ass. He did, yes. There were some weird moments going on in that game. That's all I knew because that was all I watched, or, or I saw the image of the dude who shoved a flare up his ass. Yeah. And then I saw all the backlash to all the black players and all the Italian players. But anyway, back to uh, FIFA, 2, FIFA 22 having the last gen version on PCs. I don't understand why they've done this. It's probably cheaper. <laughs> well, I, I thought it's probably they would make cheaper the game for and you PC can port over. Well, the the PC and X uh, consoles are very similar architecture at this point. And exactly. I imagine what it's pro- so much easier to port over these things. Why? Would well, you... they probably had the PS4 version already complete, so they were just like, "Well, let's just pop it." Because it's probably just 2021 anyway. So they probably just because I think they did this last year as well. Yeah, they keep but... doing this. They, they are FIFA and EA are just really. Also, bad at I this. think. I, I, I don't get their pricing system because the last gen versions are cheaper, but then you buy the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X versions and they're more expensive by like 10 quid or something. But I don't know if they give you free upgrades for the PS4 version. I don't think they do. I, don't, I, I, don't, I wouldn't imagine them doing EA that. like to just take all your money from people with FIFA packs as well. How will the people still spend money on that? I don't understand. Because they want the best players, Dan. And rather than earn them because EA makes it impossible to earn them, they just go, well, I want this dude and it's only a £2 or something or £5 for the better player or 20 quid for the better, better player. I mean, no, it isn't. It's, it's, it, it, you're buying loot boxes. Oh, so you don't even get them. No, people spend thousands in this to get nothing. 
Well then, yeah, it's 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 a really it's awful. It's EA's, yeah, it's dirty tactics. But hey, why not? If people are stupid, and they only manage to, to get away with it because you're not buying the loot box, you're buying the FIFA co- the FIFA money, which then you then so buy a loot box with. Show you the statistics, which means it's not gambling because you can see the statistically likelihood, and you then make the choice to gamble on it. You're yeah, still gambling. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then yeah. FIFA should be banned. It just should be a bad banned game. Yeah. Uh, they have been. They've had like countries just go hey look you're doing really dodgy practices let's just cut loot boxes out um but yeah and then on the last bit of news uh ubisoft is working on an assassin's creed infinity reportedly a fortnite like evolving platform so what fifa should be yes exactly yes exactly what fifa should be although it is ubisoft doing it ubisoft do not have a good reputation at the moment for anything no sexual harassment in the workplace a lot of people being fired yeah also games just bad games just as well. open- they haven't really made a good yep. game for years <laughs> Well, you liked Watch Dogs. Uh, I mean, the fact that I, I stopped playing it. Yes. I mean, that kind shows of... how much you loved it because you didn't want it to end. It wasn't bad wanted... gameplay. The whole problem with it, there was just no there was no connections to the characters because you could play as anybody, which is a cool yes. concept. But then it just takes away the emotional weight from a story-based game. Yes. Because you're a granny who can kickbox or whatever it was. From It'd be a granny. cooler concept in a game like a multiplayer game where there's more things involved. Yeah, where you could just swap in. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, Assassin's Creed, I think, could be good. But it depends on what they're doing with it. If it's a single player thing where it's ever evolving, that would be fun. But if they're going to try and tie it into like a Fortnite multiplayer Assassin's Creed kill your mate. A battle royale Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be fun because you can find like I imagine you'll be able to pick up like the old timey guns and shit and then you'll have the assassin's blade and you'll be able to do the takedowns from like Call of Duty and stuff like that if they did do it. There's a lot of there's potential but I mean ultimately it's like why? Well it does seem the free the free game model with constantly updating seems to be the go the, the new go ahead for most new games most AAA well, games. Because they can basically go get a massive player base and then that massive player base will have a small percentage who are willing to pay the prices of all their loot boxes and skins and yeah. stuff like that. So Whereas if you're paying 60 quid, people are less... Even though COD still manages to do it where you charge COD like does both. Quid. And you get away yeah. with it. EA does both. And then it's just like... Oh, but then people get more pissed off because they're like, I've paid 60 quid for this and I need, I don't want to pay loot boxes. And But people are more forgiving of it if it's a free game because it's like, oh, well, I'm helping the developer and stuff like that. No. Well, yeah, but even then, Fortnite's not loot boxes. Rocket League's not loot boxes anymore. Call of Duty's not loot boxes. No, Rocket League still has loot boxes. No, it doesn't anymore. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. it does, but you, you can't buy loot boxes. You just get yep. them as rewards. Yes. Which is, a, which is better because I don't mind getting a loot box as long as you're not paying for a loot box. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think ultimately that's like meh. Uh, we'll we'll have to see because it's just in early stages at this point, and we'll have to see what actually comes out of it. See if it's a success, and if not, who cares? Yeah, yeah, major. <laughs> anyway, of- that's enough for our gaming news segment of the week. Let's go on to tech time and science shenanigans. And scientists have created a springy, bendable threads of ice. My phone keeps going off. I'm sorry, everybody. This episode is just the episode where a lot of distractions happen. Yeah, it's just... (laughs) The potential of a burning house. We're doing more than one episode today, so... Yes. Expect this for Uh, the next couple of TBOs, probably. Maybe. Uh, Yeah, it's just basically ice that's bendable. I don't know how it works, and it's... I don't know what the use of it is. Like, why is it useful? Stitch back the Arctic together using ice. 
Huh. Just push back the rocks and then use bendable ice as a thread and stitch it back together. So you yeah, remember all this. It's very, very small. Yeah. And it's negative 150 degrees Celsius. Yeah. About 500 micrometers in length. Yes. Uh, the, in the video above, the scientists show how they are able to manipulate one of the ice strands using a grabber and a holder, uh, their terms, the article, to bend a tiny ice fiber into a loop. Note that despite the video cutting off, the fibers are also able to spring back into the starting position, meaning the deformation of the ice is completely elastic. Once again, why is this useful? I'm sure we'll find a use for it. Like I said, stitching the world back together. I think this is more to do with not so much a practical application and more just understanding how the universe works. Yes, probably. And uh, maybe, never know, but maybe we might get bendable glass. <laughs> well, this is ice, Dan. This is ice, but, you know, similar similar kind of property at the end of the day. Glass True. and ice. Something clear, something cold to the touch. And see-through. Yes. Um, right, let's go to dystopian tech and parents of children being called Alexa, challenge Amazon. I knew she was about to talk. Yes. So, to speak directly with the Amazon customer service team, please go to the customer service page on the Amazon website. Thank you. have a number of options to speak via online chat, or if you need help over the phone, you can request a call back. Thank you. I'm not going to say that word again. But anyway, uh, parents of the children called the A word, challenge Amazon because they're pissed off of their children getting bullied and harassed. Yes, because everyone makes the joke. Oh, also, I, I've heard that they're making sexual jokes and like unconsenting jokes to children, which is creepy. That's really bad. Yeah. I mean, people, I don't like, think it's Amazon's fault. It's not their fault. Well, they chose to name their device after an actual human name, whereas Google and a Apple. I guarantee you own. there's someone out there called Siri. Well, yeah, after Apple made it, whereas Google, Alexa just went, hey, look. We're going to call Alexa, and that's a real name already. It's like Samsung making it Bixby. Like, their, their, their new one, or potentially new one, or whatever, is that Sam one is going to get a load of kids bullied if they do that. <laughs> oh, you're a sexy virtual assistant robot for Samsung. It was hey. amazing, actually, how many memes came out of that Sam thing. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they didn't go with it. I think, I think it's been cancelled now. But yeah, they, if they actually released well, it wasn't, that. No, they never released it. It was like a prototype or something that they wanted to do. Yeah, if they actually did release they, they it, they'd be mad. <laughs> But yeah, kids are getting bullied because their names are Alexa. And I mean, ultimately, yeah, I get it. I don't really make the Alexa joke to people if I find the name Alexa. No, I wouldn't think anything about it. They're like, probably heard it a billion times and it's not funny. No, it's just bullying at this point. If they don't hear it, don't, don't do stupid things. Uh, oh, Amazon said it's saddened by these accounts and that alternative wake up words are available. That is true. You... However, I don't think Amazon really care. Also, what, how's that going to change anything nowadays? Also, they could just, if they wanted to, rebrand it as Echo. Because all of their devices are called Echo. Yeah, honestly, I, I would actually rather call it Echo. Yeah, just rebrand it to Echo if you want to do that and stop. Because no one's called Echo. Very few people are going to be called Echo. Well, it's but an they Echo. Went... Oh, damn it. <laughs> but at this point, I think ultimately you're not going to stop it. Because it's a brand name and people aren't going to forget it. It's like one of the most universal... Lee it's the biggest one now, isn't it? Smart probably. home devices. Well, it, I think it's Amazon and then Google and then Apple, probably. Yeah. I mean, I think... Well, as, as far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure it's the most... Well, yeah, common. it's the one that... Because everyone buys it because it's like 10 quid. And then yeah, it's really cheap and it does a lot of things for like really cheap. Yeah, and you can just set alarms, set reminders, do your shopping, all of that. And it's a horrible safety thing for your uh, privacy. 
because it listens at you at all times and knows everything you're saying. And talk about privacy. Uh, last week, Tencent was in the news for privacy. Uh, and Tencent obtains patent for digital asset inheritance. Yeah, so when you die, what happens to all your games and all your things? Well, they get given to fucking Tencent, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. They get money from it. Yeah, so Tencent, the Chinese technology company, a conglomerate, has obtained a patent for the inheritance of digital items. Originally filed in 2019, the patent was picked up by Tencent last week and spotted on by a video games analyst. Um, it relates to the inheritance of digital items and assets after a person passes away. While not fully related to video games, it has sparked discussion online about video games and virtual item inheritance. Um, so, essentially, it's just... Where do your games and stuff go when you die? Because I think Apple and stuff have like you can't give it to someone. Like, yeah, a lot of a lot of companies have like it. It's your account. It gets locked once you die. Basically, if someone uses your account password, that's violating the terms of service because it's not you. I think it's a bit weird, isn't it? I suppose. Like, I suppose maybe if you buy a digital game, you don't own the game. No, you're just renting it, basically. Yeah, that's kind of maybe the legal agreement behind it. Yeah, it's it's why um a lot of people like uh hesitant to switch fully to digital because a lot of people like physical copies because at least then if the game you gets own that taken game. off well it's like Cyberpunk if the game gets taken off the PlayStation Store and you wanted to play it on the PlayStation Store you can you could still go out and buy the disc copy you just couldn't play the you can buy it off the PlayStation Store and it's like when the PlayStation Free Store shuts down the PS two stuff like that all of all of those previous generation consoles all go shut down nintendo they just revive them by bringing them i think it's just trouble with nintendo and sony and xbox really because think of a, a thing like steam well yeah steam is like an archive of every game i imagine yeah they, they, they don't but... tend to rem- i don't think they ever, ever move games do they unless it's like a bad game but they need to be removed yeah well i think a lot of people are now debating it whether or not they should have preservations for digital games and stuff like that uh, yeah, I think it should be. I think if if you do pass away, you should be able to give someone give it to someone else. Yes, I think Facebook certainly wants to do something about this on terms of your social media accounts and stuff like that. Yeah, which is which is again creepy because it's like if a massive influencer dies, where does that influencer go? Because it's like Stanley's Twitter account is now being used by Marvel to promote Marvel movies and stuff like that. That's awful. Yeah. I mean, unless I was in this wheel, maybe, I don't know. I doubt it, but they own... It's like, it It was apparently like a big debate, but it's that It's that influence of, this person's dead, are we going to continue dragging them through to promote stuff? It's like the um, argument where, like, an actor dies, do you digitally re-add their face onto someone else's body so that they can continue doing the movie? The Paul Walker. Well, I think this conversation's very deep, and I think we should go into something a little bit less deep, of... Someone's making a nuclear-powered crypto mining facility. Yes. And I'm assuming this really annoys you. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, nuclear power doesn't annoy me. Nuclear power is like one of the better ecologi- uh, eco-friendly solutions. Because a lot of people fucking think that the uh, smoke coming out of nuclear power plants is like gases and bad things. But it's just water vapor. Yeah, it is nothing. It's just cooling tiles is what it is. Yeah. That, but people think it's bad because it's no. The only problem it has it emits, still emits radiation. Yeah. Into its. But there uh, are safe. That we've we've come a long way since the olden days of like I think there's the Western world's approach to nuclear power, and then there's the uh, Eastern approach to nuclear power, where a lot of the Western world is shutting down nuclear power plants, and then a lot of Eastern world countries are 
bringing a load of new power plants because I think people are more scared in the Western world of nuclear power. Well, people are thinking five G going to kill everyone over here. Yeah, but in um also, but it's like the better in terms of space and like actual impact on what it can produce is better for the environment because it can make massive amounts of electricity and it's in a small area. Whereas if you have wind farms and uh, solar panels, you need massive amounts of space. And wind farms aren't actually that good because they kill birds and stuff. You have thousands yeah. of birds every year. Well, they're damn-ass birds. should just look where they're going. Yeah, but they don't know. Birds fly into windows, Dan. Everything kills a bird. Birds are dumb. <laughs> they, they the amount of videos on the internet of birds just flying... A bird flew into my car, like, a couple weeks ago, and it was really annoying because it just smashed into the side of it. And it was like, what the fuck are you doing, you dumbass bird? Fly above. <laughs> you have wings. You can fly. It was annoying. First time I hit a bird, and it was the bird flying into me, not me hitting the Did bird. Did it die? I did not bother to look. <laughs> I think it was alive because it wasn't on the route ground when I looked back slightly. Maybe. Maybe maybe it's still alive. But it was around a corner, so it could have been behind the corner. Anyway. Well, talk um, about things yeah. being barely alive. President Biden signs executive order calling for the restoration of net neutrality. Yeah, so Donald Trump basically killed net neutrality by allowing uh, a bill to be passed where they could basically have free reign of what internet providers basically have access to and it, it basically means that they could throttle services that they didn't want you to be able to use and stuff like that and you'd have no control or they could have the option to make you pay to get better services so if you wanted to use netflix you'd have to pay 10 pound to use netflix's um basically like our tv tax yeah so it's basically a it basically stopped you being it because you're not allowed to throttle services um on when you're an internet for bright provider and a lot of internet providers in america do throttle oh internet providers in america are terrible yeah well they own sections yeah they own like, different over here we're supposed to be quite lucky where pretty much everyone's for the most part got like, a bit of everything yeah you have different so it's competitive prices and you can actually you can choose who your provider is whereas in america you like have one option because they own the state basically yeah have, it's just have a monopoly of the whole thing yes even Google couldn't compete against the monopolies of them because Google was trying to put their fiber optic cables down, but they had to keep going through the other big tech, com uh, the big uh, fiber companies, and they couldn't. They they kept delaying them and delaying. Them. So Google just went, "We'll make Wi-Fi." Yeah, we'll just yeah. go. We'll, go we'll make giant balloons that float in the sky and beam down Wi-Fi down to the earth, so that we don't have to deal with these fucking cable companies. Um, but yeah, this basically. Uh, what would have happened if net neutrality because net neutrality got basically wiped and it basically meant that if a service provider of like internet wanted to they could set bundles so they could go here's your hbo maxes here's your youtube here's your thing in this bundle but here's your disney plus here's your uh steam here's your all of that in this bundle and if you want to be able to use them both at full power you could basically pay to get the servicing for that because basically, it, it's a fucked up system and it was really stupid. And now, basically, Joe Biden is basically going, hey, look, I'm turning that back because this is stupid. And no, they should not have this much power to basically throttle you in terms of... It's a very complicated thing, but this ultimately is a good thing. Yeah, well, hopefully um, the whole situation continues to improve in America. And they do put regulation in do. for all service providers to make it more competitive. Yeah, it's America. They're owned by networks. True, but Biden, you know, he might, he might come in and go, not anymore. No, no. I doubt it, but, you know. No, the American will always be run by the telecom companies. Yeah, <laughs> true, but, you know, way more, too a much man power. can dream. And speaking of too much power, Twitter has the power to change the world and does nothing and has toxic fans. But they are shutting down fleets. This is good. 
It was a really stupid idea. Yeah, so if you don't know what fleets are, they were basically Twitter's version of Snapchat stories, but it was tweets that disappear after a certain amount of time or something like that. Um, it's so stupid. Who wants this? Racists. They can say all their racist stuff and then it disappears and there's no trace of them being racist. Unless on screenshots it. Yes, that's the downside. <laughs> um, but yeah, no one cared, no one wanted it, and it's going away. So, woo! Yeah, so win for we the won. universe. Getting yes. rid of Twitter, step one is complete. <laughs> we just got to get rid of the rest of the website. Yeah, might, might be difficult, but we're getting there, we're getting there. Uh, and then in other big brand news, we've got LG, rollable TV. Costs 50 times more as the normal OLEDs. It's like 50 grand. No, 100. Oh, 100 grand. Yes. Uh, LG has revealed the price for its 65-inch rollable OLED TV, dubbed the LG Signature OLED R, $100,000. Thing is, things always start off this price. OLED start off this price. What, $100,000? It was something stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a rollable TV. It's just new tech. Use. New tech's always expensive at first, but it will go down to price. But it does look cool. Yeah, so basically, it's one of those like pens that you pull out and then it just let back and it ro- like pulls out the paper and then it rolls back into the pen. See, here's the thing. Is this really practical? If you want to take your TV on the go, Dan, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in a box. So you have to take the stand. I, I suppose maybe good. it's a way of preventing damage. What, so you have a party and your friends come around and then you can quickly drop your 65-inch TV into the TV stand so it doesn't get spilled on... Yeah, so I sort of smash into it, basically. Uh, like apart from that, I can't see any other reasons why you'd want a, a rollable TV. In the image, Dan, it's just one man on a single like chair. I know, I am really looking fancy at it. Des- and it's just like, yeah, this is the single man's lifestyle <laughs> is to have a fucking 100 grand TV. And one very expensive chair. Yeah, ri- yeah the, the rich single man lifestyle. Penthouse on like the top floor. Also, he has a bookshelf with books that he's probably never read. And a penthouse view of the city. Um, but yeah, ultimately, this is really cool. Hopefully, it becomes more affordable. Uh, and yeah, maybe in the future, we'll be having them. I'm sure it will be. The tech industry always pushing for the next technology. Yeah, but more rollable shit. That's always good. Yeah. Uh... Next up, uh, Apple threatens to leave the UK market over a five billion pound lawsuit. Oh, boohoo, Apple, boohoo! Oh, what a shame. No, no, but seriously, a lot of people like Apple. Um, but Apple have said it. Uh, Apple was forced to pay the commercially unacceptable fee for technology used in its iPhones uh, last month. Yes. A judge ruled that Apple had infringed on two patents held by Optus Cellular Technology. Because it refused to pay the license fee on technology used to help its phones connect to three 3G and 4G networks. Mm. Uh, so basically, it's very unlikely Apple will do any threat. It's just like, well, if you it would just be an empty charge us, yeah, and then it's like, oh, also, who gives a shit if Apple leaves? It'll be good for the world. Because <laughs> like that, that uh, look, I'm gonna be biased here. I don't like Apple. I feel like their phones are overly priced for nothing really that good uh they used to be really good i liked apple before steve jobs died and they lost all innovation and they just went cash hungry see i would agree with you if you didn't have a samsung right now but samsung at least tries to do innovative things true they're still ridiculously expensive oh yeah true but that's they have the cheaper models and all of that so you can't really like apple even the cheaper models are expensive (laughs) for what they are it depends on what depends on what you want you you have a wide range just go show me Show me, show me all day, every day. Yeah, do what you want. I'm not forcing anyone. It's affordable to buy a and Samsung. cheap. 
yeah, do what you want. I don't, I'm not forcing anyone to buy anything. Do you know, I was Spend tempted money, to get a, a Note 20 Ultra. Yeah, you've mentioned this before. Yeah, no, I think I mentioned a different one. But yeah, I was tempted to get a Note 20 Ultra refurbished. But the thing that took, uh, stopped me doing it was the processor in it. Because the UK variant, or the global variant, is crap compared to the US variant. Yes, yes, you don't like UK versions. Yes. But yeah, I, I don't care. If it works, it works. Who cares? Um, but yeah, if Apple does decide to leave, then a lot of angry fans will be sad. But hey, Apple, pay your taxes, and then maybe you can just live and coexist because you're a trillion-dollar company. Yeah, just just pay your fees in the first place, and you won't have to be fined for anything. Also, $5 billion is nothing to you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's a trillion-dollar company. <laughs> yeah. You make more than... $5 billion is more than some person will see in their lifetime. Most countries will see in their lifetime. It has more money than what most countries are worth. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, next uh, up, continuing on our Windows 11 saga, uh, Windows has launched Windows 365. This is a streaming service that you can now stream Windows to your laptop or tablet. And you can stream to any device. I think even an Android phone. Ah, interesting. Uh, also, the, the whole idea your is Steam it, Deck. Yeah. So you don't even have to download it. Yeah, you don't have to download it. You can just stream it. Possibly you could even stream it to Linux. That'd be mental. You could stream it to Linux. So you'd stream your Windows... 11 onto your Steam Deck to stream Stadia or Xbox Game Pass or all your Steam games on or your Epic games onto your console. Well, th- this is what it is. It's a it's a virtual desktop but on a cloud. So you can pick up your uh, desktop from any other device. So you can be working on your like a tablet or something at work or when you're working on your phone and you just pick it up to another device. Yeah, it's the Xbox Game Cloud approach. Exactly you, like you that, use, yeah. You, it, it's you, probably the same you play it on it's one. Just... You play it on one thing, you shut it down on that thing and you pick it up on another thing and it immediately picks up from the last place you were on. Well, I did wonder what, why they're releasing Windows 11. And then this kind Money. of makes sense on their design decisions of Windows 11 now. I'm trying to make people not be able to use it on old devices. Mm. By saying, if your old device can't run it, you get Windows 365 and you can run it. True. I mean, they just want their yeah, servers and everything. They just want to have the infrastructure for that so that they can basically own that sort of structure. And get the subscriptions to get more money. Yes. Because Microsoft is probably just as bad as Apple, <laughs> to an extent. Well, speaking of companies that are also as bad as Apple, 36 United States sue Google over its alleged Play Store monopoly and antitrust practices. Just all big brands are bad, really, aren't they? Yeah, it's like the Mitchells versus the Machines said. Maybe giving corporate elite powers and massive monopolies on stuff is not a good thing. No, who would have thought? Uh, but yeah, so basically Google is in the same boat as Apple, basically going, hey, look, you own a storefront and you're not very nice to other people about your storefront and you don't, you just basically own a market percentage of all revenue taken from that market. And if people want to go on a different market, you're not very open to that. Yeah, I mean, but, there, are other play- there are other app stores available. Well, you got Samsung's, you got Huawei's, you got OnePlus's. I don't know if OnePlus is. I don't think OnePlus has one. I think it's just Samsung, pretty much. I think it's another one as well. Well, Samsung and Huawei are probably the biggest ones that people know yes. about. Because we had the whole Apple and Google had to be uh, Google had to be taken off and Windows got taken off of Huawei because of the China problem. Yeah, bit too a uh, bit too buddy with the uh, Chinese government. Yes. Well, I think Apple and Google wanted to do it, but they made it a law that they couldn't do it at the time. Yeah. So they literally had to pull it off, and so then you get the uh, other app stores, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, it's 
it's probably not going to come to anything, I imagine, this lawsuit. Because we still, we're still waiting on fucking Apple's versus Epic's lawsuit. So I imagine that will set the precedent for whether or not this gets any action. I'd be probably because... another five years before we get a verdict on that one. Yeah, it's going to take fucking forever for it to happen. So I imagine Google's sitting pretty going, well, yep, until that happens, we don't have to change anything. Stadia can fail in that time. We'll be fine. Yeah. We'll just say, oh, Stadia... Stadia was our big money maker and it failed, so we're not a monopoly. Yeah, very, very true. Um, however, I think it's time we go to our last section. I'll recommend do. Recommend do and recommend do. I'll recommend don't. Thank you for wait, not waiting for me to finish my sentence. Um, and we've only got you for recommending something this week. And what are you recommending? Uh, I decided to rewatch Yu Gi Oh! for no particular reason other than I like it. Um, and so I've watched season one again, and it's as dumb and as fun as I remember, because I keep forgetting about stupid shit that happens in that show, like the fact that in the Japanese version, uh, or the original version, they had guns, and then for the, uh, US release, or the, and the UK release, they digitally re- removed the guns, and it's just people finger-pointing when they threaten people. So you get loads of shots where there's like moments where they're like threatening someone and it's just them finger pointing rather than holding an actual gun. Um, it's dumb. I like it. I like playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. I don't care. I know it's you fun. do. You don't shut up about it. I don't talk about it as much as people think I do. And really? Compared to every other game that people talk about, like Ark and shit, I don't fucking talk about it at all. I don't think I talk about many games, to be honest. <laughs> Like, people talk about Ark so much, and I'm just like, I don't people care. People love Ark, and, and I, people love and Rust. I mentioned, I mentioned Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Winnings once, and everyone's like, oh, you talk about it so much. And I'm just like, yeah, you talk about everything so much. I don't fucking care. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Dan removed it. He removed my don't recommend, and it was like playing football because we lost. Yeah, thanks for reminding me again that England lost. It's not coming home, but it will be coming home for the World Cup. I guarantee it. No, we're going to lose. We're going to get out, like, immediately. Well, actually, apparently the World Cup's easier to win than the Euros. We got to the finals in the Euros. We're still going to get sent out. I have faith in us. I reckon we can win the World Cup. I don't. But we don't we'll find out in a year's time if I'm right or wrong. But we thank you for listening. Sucks. We will check you out next week for our TBO. I wasn't going to spoil yeah. it, but I better not. Bye!